welcome to another week of It's Just My Thoughts, and I'm your host, Mika Reeves. And what's good, y'all? Today, I have a special guest. I have Les in the building, friend of the show, my boo. Say hey, Les. <laughs> Hello, everyone. So I brought Les on. I told you guys she was going to be on this week so we can talk and catch up on what we've been up to. We haven't heard from Leslie since this summer, so um, we can start with how our week was, what we've been up to, what you've been up to. Um, a little bit of everything and a little bit of nothing at the same time. Um, we had a great week and especially the way it ended with, um, our trip to Columbia yesterday. So all is good. I'm just really into this basketball season. It's insane, right? (laughs) Yes, ma'am. So (laughs) what has been really cool the last like two years? I I don't think you've been watching basketball in two years. Um, I'm a huge South Carolina uh, women's basketball um, Gamecocks. And uh, so I watch all the games and, you know, do the whole thing. And, you know, I used to always watch the games like by myself. I usually watched all the sports by myself, basically. And because Les would come to events with me, but she really didn't really watch it with me, you know, because I watch it a- when I get into the thick <laughs> of it. I watch it a lot. I do watch it a lot. And so I don't even know how you started watching it with me. I think one day you just started watching it. And then um, started watching South Carolina girls. And then she just got really, really into it. And um, so it's cute because now she knows all the players. You know, she knows the the theme songs. She knows the the chants. And I mean, I don't know. I Sometimes I wanted to go to the school. But now she watches it with me. So it's actually something that we share together, um, this passion for them. But it's been really it's been really fun for me. Yeah, it's been fun for me also. And I sometimes I shock myself because I find myself sometimes opting to watch the game versus some of the mindless television that I like to watch. But I'm really enjoying it. And not only just at collegiate level, but I loved how I experienced the WNBA season with you last year. So I'm really looking forward to it this year. And I just find women's basketball right now to be very, very exciting, which is another topic for another day. But I'm really embracing it. You know, I would do some of the big events like Super Bowl or, you know, NBA playoff season. But I've really done a lot more sports within the last two years when I really think about it. The fact that I'm even vested in who's going into the Super Bowl this year. So, yeah, I like it. And I enjoy doing it with you, boo. (laughs) <laughs> yeah it's been fun uh, I think it's always good when you're when your partner and your spouses get into what you're into because you kind of share that together so we've been doing a lot of games this year we've been going down there to Columbia from Charlotte and so it's been fun it's something to you know look forward to so mm-hmm. uh, trying to think what else have I been up to other than that uh, I haven't really been up to much um, I am back in school so that's been pretty much uh, keeping me busy and you know, I've been feeling really great this year. I have started using uh, Magic Mind Shots, which I think have helped me focus a lot more. I've been starting to get the episodes out to you guys uh, every week now, so that's been great. I love that I can carry the shots with me um, in case I need extra energy while I'm out, and it has allowed me to cut back on caffeine. So if you're interested, I recommend that you should give them a shot, try them out. They have helped me a lot to help me remain focused, and I, I do feel like I've experienced a lot more of a boost. So the website is www.magicmind.com slash Jan, J-A-N, just my thoughts. 
or you can use the code Mika20. All right. And so also I wanted to talk about the uh, the book club tomorrow. Uh, well, when this comes out, it will be Tuesday because we are recording this a little late this week. And so tomorrow will be the book club meeting or today when you hear this will be the book club meeting for January. And it's no worries. If you want to feel like you want to be part of the group, all you have to do is just hit me up. You can find me on social media or you can email me ijmtpodcast at gmail.com. Our February book is going to be Love and Donovan. So you have time. We usually uh, meet every four to five weeks. So you have time to grab the book and join us. It's a virtual book club. You don't have to be in Charlotte where I am. You can be anywhere. And we meet up. It's really fun. Les is in the group. And we just chit and chat. It's it's uh, The meetings are probably about an hour, uh, not too much of your time. But it's really great conversation. And I'm really enjoying it so far. All right. So today we're going to have a conversation about what we've been up to, our wedding planning, all the things. Uh, so I'm going to do the mantra of the day. And then we're not going to have the deep dive discussion this week so we can just have room and space for our conversation. So I'm just going to roll into the mantra of the day. Today's mantra, I choose love. I choose peace. I choose joy. I choose wellness. I choose abundance. I choose thriving. I am creating a life that inspires me. I am being a positive presence in the world. I really love this mantra when I read it. I actually wrote this one down so I can have this close by because I think it's important to remind yourself of the, the power that you have, the strength that you have, and all the positivity that you're trying to bring into the world. And I think everybody's presence here in the world is something that makes the world a better place. So uh, don't forget, I get my mantras from I Am Mantra. It's my favorite account on Twitter. So I wanted to give them credit for where I get it from. And let's just roll into the thought of the week. Okay, so today I am going to have a conversation with Leslie about all the things. And so we're going to try to get a little personal. I'm going to get all in her business, y'all. And uh, <laughs> let's just get going. So uh, let's see. So Les and I have been dating for a very long time. It feels like a million years. Uh, sometimes I just lose track on how long it's been, but it's been a million years, <laughs> it feels like. And we just got engaged. We have a whole episode about it. Uh, I think it came out last July, I want to say. It's called Engage as Fuck. And um, so we have a whole uh, episode where we talked about it. If you didn't catch that one, go back and listen to it. But we got engaged in June of last year. And so we have been starting the process of planning our wedding. We actually started last year, but we're kind of getting into the thick of things right now. So how are you feeling about the wedding planning so far? Um, I'm excited. Um, it's really exciting. One, because it incorporates travel and, you know, you're my forever travel partner. So to know that we're having a destination wedding is very exciting for me. Um, it also feels like, you know, for those that know me know, um, this is my second marriage, but it feels like my first go. Um, and so that just makes it even more thrilling for me. Um, and it, I even feel more vested. I'm not, I don't want to, you know, say that I wasn't vested all those years ago, but I'm very, very vested. And I think this is because one, I know it's my person 
um, if that makes sense. So I'm just beyond excited and ecstatic. And the, the problem that I keep running into is because, you know, I make life decisions about everything. And sometimes I can be super indecisive. And so with the wedding planning, I'm required to make decisions. And so I think if I had to say one of my cons, that would be the con. But it's also a pro because I need to become less indecisive, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you are horrible at that. <laughs> uh, the good thing is that I'm here because I pretty much be like, Leslie, uh, this is what we're going to do if she's taking too long. Like we have to kind of like make a decision. The good thing is, I think about having a destination wedding. Obviously, this is my first time ever planning a wedding. But I think what's made it kind of easy so far is just been you just kind of got to just make decisions. You know, a lot of stuff we don't have to yeah. do. You know, it's like by the time the wedding gets here, it, we just got to show up. And so it's a lot of it is just kind of making decisions. I think if I had a con, it would just be, even though we see pictures and like, I know it's going to be beautiful because we're kind of doing everything ourselves. Like as far as like picking it out and how we want everything laid out and like even the locations on the resort, like where do we want things? But it's but I'm a control freak and you're a control freak, too. But I think I'm like a higher level. And so I kind of would have liked to see it in person and yeah. be able to kind of, you know, so we're actually going like our wedding is on a Saturday. We're coming in that Wednesday. So we have a lot of stuff to do when we get there. And I think that's when I'm probably going to feel maybe a little pressure, you know, maybe I don't know if I will or not, but. I think when we get there and then we're doing the walkthroughs and kind of finalizing stuff, like I'm just praying that like all of that is everything that we went over and everything that we wanted. So yeah. we don't, so we're not like, you know, what the fuck, you know, when we get there. So, cause <laughs> that would not be good. You know, yeah. second guessing ourselves because we're making decisions based on visuals and what, what we imagine it to look like, if that makes sense. So, yeah. 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 But other than that, I was telling them last week, like I haven't felt any, I haven't felt any stress. I haven't yeah. felt like any pressure. If anything, like, I just know it's a lot of things I need to get done that I need to do. So if I might have a little pressure there, like knowing, like I kind of can't, cause we're getting, we know we're down to the wire. Kind of we're, we're, you know, technically uh, we got a year and some change, but not that long. And it's going to, the year go by so fast. And then before you know it, you know, it's going to be the end of this year. And then we're only going to be months away. And so it's like, you don't want to drag your feet. And so I kind of worry about that piece, but I'm just more so making these mental lists of things that I need to do and trying to stay on top of that. So, um, yeah. and conversely, I'm making written lists because, you know, I get caught in my head. So I have to keep myself organized and purposed in that way. So you said that, you know, your first experience, um, I know about your first experience, you know, as far as the planning and all of that, but how do you think that this experience um, has differed from your first experience? Well, one, I was just so young and I really feel like my grandmother was living vicariously through me, you know, yeah. um, she was very much at the helm of everything. And while I went, I made some decisions, a lot of the decisions, I would say maybe 80% was Marie. <laughs> um, and I flowed with it because I trusted her. I trusted her opinion. And you all know, well, for many of you that don't know, my grandmother was everything. So, 
you know, my Nana could say the sky was green and I would stand 10 toes down with her on it. So with this, um, it's very, very different because, you know, I know that I'm inflecting several pieces of myself and what I envision it to be. And I'm not putting a lot of pressure on myself because I'm really just so focused on what this means, you know, the sentiment behind it all. So it's very, very different. I'm not caught up in the pomp and circumstance of it and, you know, what, what I want the people to think or feel because my focus truly is on you and I and what this means to us. Of course, you know, I want our family and friends to have a phenomenal time and they're going to have a great time. I mean, we're going to plan a phenomenal wedding. Well, we are planning a phenomenal wedding, but really the focus behind just solidifying and further enhancing our commitment to one another. That's what really makes this so different for me. I think before I was just very caught up in expectations and really just following the vision of Marie, really. Yeah. Yeah. I think too, like I've never been married before. And so this is my first time. So I think my experience has been a little bit different from yours, but I think we're kind of but it kind of feels like the same almost because, you know, mm-hmm. you kind of were young too and and you didn't really make a lot of decisions yourself. It, it seemed like when we kind of talk about your first um, wedding and you just kind of, you seem like you showed up too, you know, you seem like <laughs> Shit, you might've been, seem like you might've been a guest like... too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I think when you're young though, and you, and cause you're not the only person that's told me that before, like some of my friends that might be on their second marriage or even some of my friends yeah. that's still in their marriage, but just saying like, you know, it really was what their parents wanted and they really didn't yeah. really make any decisions and, you know, they were there, but they didn't pay for it. So when, when you didn't, when you don't pay for it, you know, people, it's- usually you know have their own um what they want you to do because they paying for it you know exactly you know I had a few dollars here and there spread in it but you know my grandmother gave me a phenomenal wedding but it was very overwhelming and you know I think back on it and we were so caught up in some of the silly stuff and it was a huge affair And so the fact that what we're planning is intimate and true to who we are, that just makes it even more exciting for me. And I love the difference between now and then. I do. Yeah. I think the fact that we're making it true to ourselves is what's what's made it pretty cool so far. Um, I think we're kind of sticking to that. So did you think um, when you got divorced, did you think that you were going to remarry? Like, did you want to? To be candid, I never thought about whether or not I would remarry. And then when you and I became involved where, you know, this is where we are, um, I didn't feel the pressure of marriage. Um, I've, I've been very committed to this. And of course, you know, um, marriage is the goal for a lot of relationships. But I love that we haven't mirrored our relationship behind what is traditionally expected. So I was really just excited about the fact that we've been living this life together, but to know that um, we're taking it a step further, um, that says a lot about where we are in the growth as a couple. So that makes me happy. But to answer your question, 
I, I didn't really have opposition to marriage again. I just never really put a lot of emphasis or pressure with that, you know? Yeah. I feel, <laughs> I feel like when I first met you, um, you know, I, 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 um, I, be nice. not, be I'm nice. going to be nice, but <laughs> I'm going to be nice, of course. But I didn't think, I didn't think that, I didn't think that you were ever going to be in a place that you wanted to be married. So that was actually like some, one of the things I, I thought about, you know, when we like, you know, as we dated over the years, like when we first, when we first started like dating, you know, to be honest, like, I always tell people, I think that we're the most unlikeliest couple like ever, because we have so many vast differences. We have a lot of similarities, but we have so many vast differences. And, yeah. um, you know, when we got together, I, I think I discussed this on here. I'm not sure, but we'll, we'll talk about it because we're talking about it. But when, when Les and I met, um, when I met her, she was married. So yeah. no one was thinking about anything, you know, like it literally transitioned from, you know, she was married and I, and I would notice some things, but I was like, Hmm, that's, that's odd. Okay. Because she never, <laughs> she never talked negatively about her husband. Like I never, I never, I, I didn't know anything about anything, you know, uh, we had just met each other, but then as we kept talking to each other, getting to know, like just th over, over the months and, you know, over the years, um, you know, we became friends and we became like real friends, you know? Yeah. And so like, for me, I felt like maybe I liked you, but I wasn't really sure at that point she was divorced. And then we would talk, we started to like, our conversation started to change and be more intimate about like what happened, your experience, yeah. your life, you know? And that's when I think like, I started viewing you a little differently. Like, Oh, like, you know, she's actually a really amazing person. Like I felt that way. And then, you know, you, oh, you are my, you know, sweet. yeah, you are my friend though. And I always tell people, I'm like, I used to get tired of people always like saying like, you guys been together forever. Like, why aren't y'all married? And I think that the journey had to happen the way that it had to happen. Because if we would have gotten married, say four years in, we wouldn't have made it. It's, I agree. it's, it's no way we would have made it. Like, you know, um, it was so many things that we had to work through and also um, healing had to take place. Like, I, I'm not going to lie to you guys. Um, Les used to chase me down and she wanted me really bad guys. And, <laughs> and I used to beat her off with a, I used to beat her off with a stick. And I was like, you know, Les, you really need to heal. But I was really being, I'm playing guys, but I was really being intentional about like, she was married for a really long time. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, you shouldn't be jumping into something with me um, because I felt like she needed to learn who she was again, you know, as a, as a, as the person that she was in that time, opposed to the person that she was when she got married. And so I think what sustained our, our relationship this long has been the fact that we were friends. Like Leslie is my best friend. She's still my best friend to this day. And even when like, you know, we might be on each other's nerves, it's always the, the, what the sustainer of the fact that we are, we are friends first before, before anything. Yeah, I agree. And I think it's important that when you're married to a person or in a relationship with someone that you should like the person that you're with, I mean, it helps to like the person. You might not like them every day. And of course, love is always at the base. But to have a friendship with someone 
and to be able to share similarities as well as embrace the differences because I feel like our differences complement one another, um, especially, well, in a lot of areas, you know, um, money, all of that. Our differences really do complement one another. So there are moments where we can't stand each other because of our differences, but we've gotten to such a healthy place where there's respect for the difference. And um, sometimes even for me, I'll speak for me, even an admiration for the difference. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, uh, I, I always, I always say, and I had to learn this over the course of our relationship. Like you either want to be, in, you want to be right or you want to be in love. And half the time, like, I I just want to be in love. Like, I don't have to be right on everything, but I want to understand your experience. And I think when we first got together, I was young, super young. And I think both of us were not super young, but I was young. And I think both of us were just broken people. And we didn't realize that we were broken people. And now we're like just these two broken people that found their way to each other. And we were just left with just shit. And we're like, well, what do we do with this now that we're here? And I always tell people, like, it's been such a journey. And um, and that's why I'm like, I think the engagement and everything happened the way that it should have happened and the way it needed to happen because things were not, it, it, we needed to work on ourselves individually. And so we've taken a lot of time yeah. to do a lot of individual work to where now we're in a healthier place that we can now finally like, interact in a healthier way with each other yes absolutely yeah. yeah absolutely I agree with that completely and what is that you said me death of the ego or something I can't remember yeah that's what but, I say all the time yeah yeah and I really do think that for both of us I don't think that I had a huge or have a huge ego but I do think that both of us were we're both right fighters. That's a similarity. That's not a good similarity because, yeah. you know, we're both right fighters. We both think that we're right. We both believe that we could inflect an influence if the other person would just open and just receive what we're trying to say. But we've learned how to not let that be a battle of wheels with one another. But in the beginning and even in the middle, it was a huge battlefields and a point of contention. And so I think with the individual work and us coming together to do collective work with one another, that has really helped us and gotten us to, I think this is the healthiest we've been completely. And that's what you need when you're deciding to take it to this type of level, you know? Yeah. So I agree, you know, everyone questioned, well, why, why, why didn't we do this four years ago, five years ago, six years ago, but it's all about timing. And I think our timing has put us where we are now. And I've just, I've just found joy in the journey, even through some of the rocky moments, because it just gives me a deeper appreciation of where we are now. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Because mm -hmm. honestly, like I, I always, I, sometimes I find myself like, you know, when I look over and, you know, Les is sleeping, looking like an angel. Um, <laughs> <laughs> She's 
<laughs> Why you're not? <laughs> okay, go ahead, girl. no, Go but ahead. I'm I'm in, I sometimes I am in shock that we are that we're that we are together because it's, it's like I tell people that I'm like I'm telling y'all like neither one of us was thinking about the other person. No, not And at then all. and then it's just like then it just then then it then it was there and uh and now we're here. And so um but I agree with Les. I mean, I um My next question I had was what has surprised you the most with reactions to the engagement, but I'm going to flow into that from what I'm talking about right now. I, I, I have found it funny that since we've gotten engaged, I've gotten questions of like, you know, my other friends or just random women, like, well, what should I do? You know, cause you know, they want to be engaged and, and I'm like, you know, and, and they ask us like, you know, I think you've gotten these questions and they ask us like, you know, what did you do? And how did you convince her? And I'm like, yeah, it really wasn't. It really wasn't like that um, at all. And um, I always tell people, I'm like, don't be such in a rush to get a ring. And I think, you know, because we've been together like a long time and it's been a, what are you laughing at? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you make it seem like <laughs> but we have it's No, I'm what just saying 10 it's been a long it's time, 10 but years yes about yeah. 10 Yeah. yeah And so it's like, it wasn't something that's just like love to me is not just this. When I was younger, I thought love was just an R and B song. I thought it was just this simple shit. You know, you got your person, you know, you love, you love each other. You have sex and that's it. Child, she's thinking like she's singing Whitney Houston. Yes. That's what I thought. And then, you know, no, but no one ever talks about even, even like, you know, the older people, like your elders in your family, no one ever talks about all the shit in between, You're you know, right. the the kids if something happens if somebody wants to make life events like I have a life event right now that I had to sit down and have a conversation with Les about you know me returning to school and trying to be a therapist and what that looked like for our family because it takes away so much time from our relationship you know a lot of times I've talked about this on the show like Les has to do a lot of stuff solo which I think has been cool for her because She's loving herself and doing her self-love thing. But a lot of things I'm sure she would like me to join that I can't join sometimes because I have schoolwork or I have class. And um, I had to have those conversations with with you, you know, about should should we do this? Is the right time? Like it's in, you know, if you're single or even if you're casually dating, you're not going to be asking the other person or considering the other person. But I have to consider Leslie on every single decision that I make. And sometimes I don't want to, you know, to be honest, like sometimes I just want to just do what I want to do, you know, honestly. Yeah, And yeah. those are the things about relationships that people really don't talk about. And I'm like, marriage is cool. You like, I'm like, I'm super excited to be going into that journey, but it, I had to get to this place to where like, I really respected it and really understood truly what it mean to be in a true partnership. And I had to learn that throughout the years dating you, I wasn't ready to be married and I think people jump into these marriages like because they think that's the logical next step well we've been dating five years that's what we should be doing but Yeah. I don't I don't think it's a logical next step I think it's when you're ready like you truly are ready for the moment I, I will I I will agree. you know go ahead No, I agree with that. And I also think that I think that, you know, I made this post years and years ago about how I wanted a cupcake life. And I do truly believe that. Your relationship is the cherry on your cupcake. It's not what makes you whole. So 
I think that, you know, your decision to go back to school, it actually was beneficial in so many ways because it has required me to, well, I was already on that journey, but I think it further intensified my journey to embrace my individuality, you know, um, date yeah. myself, you know, I've done some things on my own that I never thought I would do, you know, yeah. and really afforded myself some experiences and they've been, you know, pretty fucking cool to, you know, to do some things that I never really thought I would do and stretch myself. And so I think it just makes it even easier to be a proper functioning partner in my relationship because I don't look for my relationship to be my end to be all. Are you important to me? Absolutely. Is this life something that I'm living with you? Absolutely. But it it is important to have a sense of self, a true sense of self, so that you can be a proper functioning partner, wife to someone. So when we talk about, you know, our friends and family, um, you know, I'm, I'm, it's, I, I have gotten those questions. Well, girl, you know, what happened? How did you get her to get the ring? I, I, one, I never pressured for it. I never questioned, well, when is the next step going to happen? Have I thought about it? Yes. Have you and I talked about it? Yes. But this has been the most pleasant, surprise, and easy next step. Makes sense what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And were you surprised? Yes. <laughs> 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 I absolutely was. I mean, you know, um, I was content where we were in a relationship and, you know, um, it just makes me excited because um, you found me worthy enough for this. And I do, I don't want to get emotional, but I do think it's because I've really worked hard on being a whole Leslie. Am I completely 100% Leslie? No, but I would say I'm 80% of the way there, you know, because there's still some moments, you know, where um, self-doubt comes into play and what I've learned about the meaning of imposter syndrome. Um, so sometimes there's moments of doubt, but I have, I'm learning to give myself grace and I really do think I'm really, I sh and I should give myself more grace than that because I said 80, but really I feel like I'm about 90, 92% there. Yeah. You I, was know? Gonna, I was going to say you should give yourself a little more. I mean, yeah. no, really though, like I, I, we joke about it now, but mm -hmm. when we first met to now, I mean, both people were like night and day. Yeah. We're like completely I, night and day. Like we never, yeah. we never argue. You know, and if we do, I mean, it, it has to be, it, it, if something make us argue, it has to be something that we were already probably mad as hell about a long ass yeah. time ago that now <laughs> somebody's in their bag. And so now somebody want to say something crazy. So, yeah. you know, we really do truly get along. We enjoy each other. And I mean, I think it's just been an easy rhythm, but it's been a cool rhythm, like just to not have like just where it's like you know like it was times like we just couldn't really communicate properly with each other like and oh, not yeah. like on a disrespectful level but like on a level of just like we weren't trying to hear each other 
you comprehension, know, comprehension, yeah, active listening. I had to yes. work on because I, I, I am a person that if I think I'm right, I'm right. Period. Like I, yeah. I think I'm right all the time, but you, you know, it's not about who's right. And I had to learn that too, you know, because I think sometimes, especially at the beginning, I didn't allow you or I didn't, it's not allow you because you had your experience. I didn't allow myself to understand your experience. Yeah. And that's, and that's really fucked up. Like that, that's one thing that I think like I had to really genuinely work on to where like, I want to know your experience because I can think something in my mind and I can go in something with like good intentions or like mm -hmm. you in mind, but I, that don't mean that it landed for you or that you received it in that way. And so yeah. I, I'm like, I think that was one of the biggest things that we had to work on both of us with the act of listening. Cause we would cut each other off. We still do sometimes and we're ready to get our point across. But I think sometimes when we were doing that, we were just missing, you know, each yeah. other in the conversation. And I think I was quick to defend sometimes too, you know, meaning that, you know, I'm so focused on, you know, making sure that my intention was understood, that I never, like you said, in active listening, really thought about, regardless of what my intentions were, what translate what was that experience and so that's why you know one of the key things that I've incorporated in my communication style especially with you but not even with you but with others I'm seeking to understand it I'm I'm working on proper comprehension because a person can communicate and share their thoughts but if you're really not taking the time to process it look at look at point of reference it's just silent chaos yeah. and it leaves you frustrated and it leaves the other person frustrated as well so I completely agree um but but I love that I mean even when we do argue you know before you would be on one side of the, of, of our place I'm on another side of our place and we've got a line drawn in the sand and it was who was going to step across the line first. And it, it made for silent moments and just stupid, stupid moments. And now we're, we're even healthier. And even if we have a moment, we step away, take a breather from it and circle back calmly yeah. and discuss and truly and truly want to hear from the other person. I think there were moments where we were like, fuck her and fuck her. I don't give a fuck. And <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, it's the truth. Yes. It's the truth. Yeah. And I mean, we're so much more grown up with that. And so just the maturation of that in itself is a win for both of us, because I think it's extended even beyond our relationship and even in how we, engage and interrupt with others because my friendships are healthier and yeah. you know I truly understand boundaries at this point do I properly act all the time no but I, I understand the importance of it you yeah. know so yeah I think we do a good job with who we invite in our space and yes, the people that we're absolutely. around and I, I yeah. definitely think that we do a better job with that and that and that made a world of difference too because you can't be around chaos and then especially couple friends we've learned with that. And so Child. we're very intentional with couple friends and like the energy that we bring mm -hmm. in because that shit can slip over into your own relationship. And so, you yeah. know, we had to kind of learn from that. Um, 
so do you have any lessons you learned from your last marriage that you want to do differently in this one? I mean, really, just to kind of reiterate what I've spoke about before, um, uh, you know, proper communication with one another, um, being kind to one another is so much easier. Yeah. I, you know, not, you know, uh, you know, I'm a holder. Um, there were a lot of times that I would hold things thinking that it's keeping peace or for it's for the betterment, but really it's not. So I'm learning how important transparency is. And, you know, sometimes we say, you know, I used to say, well, I'm waiting for the right time, but really there's no such thing, even in the right time, it's just important to be expressive and presentation is everything. And that's what I've learned that it's not necessarily completely what you're saying, but how you deliver it. And we've had some really hard conversations with one another where, you know, at this point, I think we have less fear in sharing truly how we feel or how we see things because we're questioning, well, is that going to hurt that person's feelings? No, I think we've gotten to a place where we're much more, more mature because we're vested. It's important to say, this is, I did not like that, you yeah. know, and this yeah. is why I don't like it. But because we're so vested, even if, it might even sting a little bit. The sting is so quick and short because we're like, oh, okay, you know, I can I can fix that or change that. Or, you know, we might agree that's not something I'm changing, but we have respect for one another in that. And so those are some of the things that I've learned that I definitely want to maintain in this relationship because in my past relationship um I wasn't a communicator I held everything it it built resentment um I I, I thought that I, I was trying to love the person the way how do I say it I was trying to govern myself in a relationship based upon what I thought was expected and what it meant to be as a proper mate and wife. But also you got to understand the way I was raised. You know, I was raised with this thought of what an ideal wife is. And so now I'm learning that, you know, my relationship is whatever I want it to be. And I don't have to live for with what expectations are, mirror myself after what is supposed to be the quote unquote great wife. I want to be a great person in my relationship and um, even love languages because I'm typically an acts of service person. I'm a gift person, but I'm learning that just because those are the ways I want to demonstrate love, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to meet your love language. Right. Yeah. So, um, I've been open enough to change, even though I'm still very much an acts of service person in our home. Um, I'm learning that there's so much more to loving my mate than making sure. Well, I can be transparent, right? Keeping a clean house and, you know, <laughs> making sure that these clothes have the extra special gain scent. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's so much more than that. So those are 
there are a lot of things that I'm learning that I don't want to govern and I don't do and will not do from that first marriage. But um, yeah, and really, I'm just learning that it's okay to be completely and fully myself. Yeah, and honest. Yes. And not like honest from like a, you know, keeping secrets type thing, but like honest and like where you are, headspace, like where you like everything, you know, because when we first got together, you were a holder, you know, not as much now, but back then and like half the time, I never knew what the hell was going on. And I'm like, you know, I could have done something, y'all, you know, we in December, I could have done something in July and she was still mad, child. And I had no clue what happened in July, you know, that just yeah. burned, that just burned her up or it was something that she wants more of or that I'm lacking in some kind of way that she never would say. And then it will just come out and I'm like, well, why the fuck didn't you just say that to begin with? And I could have just exactly. done whatever. But I think it also has something to do with just trusting a partner. You know, I think I think the downside sometimes about when you date um older, like when you date, like when you're older, is that you roll into a relationship and now you have all the shit that somebody else did to your heart. I got all right. the stuff that came from your marriage and that came over into ours. It shouldn't have, but it, but that's just life. You know, like you have hurts, yeah. you're a person, right? Opposed to when you're young and you're just fresh and you're green and you're like, love is great. This is great. Yeah. Yeah. Shit changes when you get to your thirties and your forties, and now oh, you got well. some, you got some damage and some, some wear on that thing. And um, I forgot where I was going with that, but I, I'm just saying on that to say that I think that a lot of things kind of just spilled over because you lack trust in that scenario. When then I came and I'm like, hey, like you're safe with me, like tell me and I'll I fix agree. it. But I think you weren't used to having a partner saying like tell me and I'll fix it. Like whatever, you know, it's that simple. And I think even though it was that simple, you just weren't used to something being that simple. You know, I would tell this story really quick. So when I, when I started, when I got married, I don't know why it's so freaking stupid, but I would not take a shit when my husband was around stupid. But I would not do that. I would go to another part of the house or I would wait. And I mean, this went for forever. I would not do that. It's so stupid because every fucking person shits, right? Yeah. But I would not do that shit. So I don't understand. And I can't tell you what it was. I carried like this. It's not embarrassment, but I wanted to make sure I maintained the polish from the top of the day to the end of the day. I maintained a polish. And that's what I mean. And it sounds stupid and it's a small thing, but it's a big thing because it speaks to the fact that I am truly myself. Now, am I trying to take a poo in front of my in front of my mate, my lady, my partner? No, I'm not doing that. But Mika knows I take a shit. I mean, this 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 person literally, my ex literally said to me, I didn't even know that you would take a shit. That's crazy. Well, that when I we first got together, even... I didn't know either. I didn't <laughs> but, know for, but that's what I'm saying. for like three stupid. years. I, I, I didn't it's know. It's stupid though. I would literally go to make sure I was in another part of the house or whatever just to have a bowel movement. That is fucking insane. So 
you know, just really just having a comfortability of being truly myself, period, you yeah. know, and with my natural hair journey, there are days I walk around and my hair is all over myself. Now, I do realize that I want to have proper presentation to my boo, but I am totally myself, totally myself. I personally really like it. Like the other day, um, before you got your hair braided, when you were taking your braids out and you kind of was walking around free, you were like, man, you must really love me because I am looking crazy. And you were looking <laughs> crazy. You were looking crazy. But it's like, I just feel like it should never be pressure that you have to present this way all the time. Like Les is a very yeah. beautiful woman. Like we all know that. Like, I mean, when I'm out with her, literally people will be trying to holler at her like right in front of me, like as if uh, I don't know who they think I am, but I'm like, okay. And so I've, I've gotten used to her <laughs> getting stared at. No, really. I've gotten used to you being stared at and people finding you attractive. Like it doesn't, it really doesn't bother me like at all. I have no insecurity towards it at all, but I don't know. I just think it's something too. Um, and something you had to get used to though. Cause when we first got together, I was like, you can relax. You don't yeah. have to always be on. Like you can be yeah. off and it's okay, especially inside of our house. Like, cause I walk around looking like who shot John majority of the time in here <laughs> and I work from home. And, um, I mean, yeah. she still gets, she works from home too. And she still gets up and she takes her shower. She gets fully dressed. I mean, the shit is crazy. Cause I'd be in here looking like, um, I don't even know, you know, majority of the days, <laughs> but as, as your partner, like I appreciate that you take the effort to do that and you take the effort to want to look nice. But I had to tell her sometimes like, I appreciate it. I think you're beautiful, but I think you're beautiful even with none of this shit. So you don't have to stress yourself out for me. You know, if you're doing some things for you, cool. When we step out of the house, like I know that that she's going to always present. But if we sit here kicking it, like you don't have to be perfect. And I think at the beginning, like you were trying to be this perfect person and there's no such thing as that. And that's been the biggest thing that I think um, I'm most appreciative of in that journey it's you just being who you are. Cause I'm like, who yeah. you are is enough. And I'm fine mm -hmm. with it. Like I'm fine with who you are. I love who you are. And you know, what I learned the most and grown the most in this relationship is when I tell people I had to kill my ego to fully be in this relationship, because a lot of times we walk around and we're like, Oh, you know, I want this. I want this type yeah. of partner. Like, you know, that, you know, I, I deserve this. You're going to do this, you know, cause I'm saying this or, you know, I'm, I'm bringing this money in here. So you better right, you know, like, right. and you have those things where you're like, what the fuck, you know? But I had to kind of kill all of that noise because, um, the way I think about love is pure, like pure love, real love is that you should love them unconditionally from the inside, not yeah. from the outside. And like, yeah, am I thankful I have a beautiful woman? Sure. But Anything can happen to you, right? Like you could you, you mm -hmm. could go out, you know, you know, anything can happen and something happened to your face. Well, I still have to love you every day, regardless of what you look like. And right. I I used to tell you that all the time at the beginning, like, I don't give a fuck about that stuff. Like I'm like, come on, you know, because yeah. love should be that. It should be all of those things. And it's not, it shouldn't always just be a physical thing because we gotta get old one day. Anything can happen yeah. in this journey where somebody could get yeah. ill and you want to make sure that person is going to be there for you no matter what, not based on, a, you know, your physical and what you mm -hmm. look like that I'm just, that's not my ministry. And so that's been, I think our most beautiful journey is like you get into a place that you finally trust and understand that like, 
I love you for you and not mm -hmm. what you look like and how you yeah. dress and all the things, you know? Yeah, I agree with that. And, and so I'm enjoying just being myself, kicking it with my bestie, you know, and um, so I love the evolution, if that makes sense. I think, um, I think I've definitely evolved more. We both have evolved more and it's just made us have a deeper appreciation for one another. Yeah. So, Definitely. Yeah. I, I definitely agree. I would, especially yeah. with, the, with the appreciation. I think at the beginning, I probably definitely didn't show as much appreciation as I thought, you know, like, yeah. I think sometimes, you know, you're like, oh, I took you on a trip and I, you know, but not nah, like for real appreciation, like we're beyond just the material of things. Um, yeah. But I feel like a heightened responsibility now, especially with us going into being married. Like, I feel like I have to, like, I like, it's weird. It's like, I always felt like we, like I always feel like communication was important. All those things were important, but I yeah. feel even more heightened responsibility of like, no, we can't go to sleep mad. Like we should, right. and, we, and we can't like, you know, we need to talk this out because forever is a really, really long time. And that's why I always yeah. chuckle when people are like, well, I'm, I'm going to get married by the end of the year. And I don't even got a man, child, or woman. And I'm right. like, um, it's not something to rush into because forever is a long time and like mm -hmm. when I first started talking to Les I was like 29 30 and I'm 39 I turned 40 this year and I'm a completely different person and I know that has mm -hmm. to be a mind fuck sometimes to date somebody that you met them this way and then now you know 10 years like I'm completely different I'm changing my job I'm like completely yeah. doing a complete 360 in here with some things and I think we've transitioned with it pretty cool but yeah um, it's still hard, you know, when you kind of got to relearn a person. And I feel like, I personally feel like every five years, you're going to be relearning each other because we grow as people and change over time. And, you know, that's, that's what I think. And I think that's, what's been, uh, you know, like just, that's what made the journey kind of cool, um, with us. But don't you think it's because we have a respect for one another? And also, I think we've gotten, we're no longer caught up in, well, I don't think that you've ever been in modes of pretension but I think we also got caught up in modes of what we were supposed to expect and 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 what I mean by that think about we were talking just the other night and we were talking about our Vegas trip and I was saying how I mean because we've traveled and we've done some fantastic stuff and don't get me wrong I've loved every trip that we've been on but our Vegas trip uh, most recently you know this trip we weren't focused on how we were going to dress on that trip I didn't even wear makeup except for when we went to the Usher concert yeah you know and we were just focused on enjoying and being in the moment with one another and I feel like just that Vegas trip it really showed us the place that we're in with one another, you yeah. know, we were kicking it, we were bobbing and it was all about the experience. And I think that's where we are with one another. We just want to provide each other and be in a moment and an experience with one another, you know, forget, you know, what we going to wear, how we going to look and all that other shit the memory and the experience has been most been 
meaningful to me. And I really think that just speaks to where we are. Yep. I agree. I totally agree. Um, cause that was a really great trip and we needed it. it. And it was, um, and it was honestly just really chill. I don't even, we barely even spent any money on a trip, which is funny Yeah, because we literally, we're we're out here thinking we balling. I know, but we were, we were kicking it. We were kicking it on that trip for sure. I totally agree with you. Um, Mm -hmm. let's see. So let's finish it off with, um, so present day with where we are right now with the planning, where you are with your personal planning, because you have a lot of things you have to do with address and all that stuff. Do you feel any stress thus far? Uh, no. I If I had to say a stress, the biggest stress is that, you know, those, and that's, it's not even a stress, but, you know, I just hope those who are going to be there be there in the right frame of mind, but I think they will be. And um, I just hope that, no, I just hope people don't get too drunk. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You and me both. I was trying to think, I'm trying to think of a nice way to say it, but that's the only thing when I think about, you know, some of our family members say, you know, I just hope people pace themselves. Don't forget why the fuck they're there. Yeah. You know, come in the right mindset. But regardless where we are today, I I don't think we'll give a fuck. We'll probably roll our eyes and just stay focused in our moment, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So that's that's the one thing I think about. I don't stress about all the other shit we got going on. I just want people the people who will be there are supposed to be there i just don't want them to fuck their experience up because we we're gonna have a good time so yeah and it's easy to do it all inclusive you don't pay yourself you'll be out there trash and it's very it's very easy to do we we, the first time we went to all inclusive man by the end (laughs) we went for five days and and by the end of that fifth day I was so over it. I was dehydrated. I mean, I don't even drink anymore. I couldn't do anything anymore. I I was like, I just want to just go to the airport. I I just want to go. We just laid in our room that last day. We were just so spent. Yeah, we were completely spent. We did entirely too much. But now we we learned from that trip, though. So now we know what to do. So we've been trying to tell people what to do because I'm like, you need to drink water, bro. And you maybe bring some liquid IVs to them, you know, rehydrate yourself because it's it's, um, it's different out there. But so let's just finish with um, what are we working on for the year as a couple? And I've already talked about um, my word of year and all of that. But if you want a chance to share yours and just share some things you're working on for the year, let's end there and talk about that. Well, I think the biggest thing is that we have reinvented dating one another and not not in the sense of. you know, we're going to go to, uh, I don't know, Eddie V's, whatever, literally dating one another. Like we're, we're being much more intentional about the time and how we spend our time with one another. So I really find that to be exciting and it's been fun. We went on a date last week and it felt like a date, you yeah. know, from the beginning to the end. And I I love that we're on this dating intentional journey with one another. And I hope that 
that's a habit that we maintain going forward because we do stuff all the time. But I think the fact that we've reinvented dating one another again, um, it makes me excited. And um, it almost brings about, I can't think of a word, but does it make sense when I say freshness to it? Yeah. You know, I'm more excited. So It's like excitement and stuff, but I think it's to, yeah. to, to do with, um, we're actually be, uh, being intentional about being present. Yeah. So like I we did stuff that. together before and, uh, but you know, we might be on our phones, you yeah. know, or doing something else like in the moment. Um, or I talking was, about shit that why? don't matter. Yeah. 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 And so that like would consume the date to where you don't even feel like it's a date. You just talking about other crap instead of talking about like each other or giving compliments or just being present in the moment. And I I do think that we've done a really better job with that. And so it has been fun Mm -hmm. thinking of dates and trying to do QC stuff because we kind of got out of that for a while. And that's the thing. And that's my point about things that people don't talk about. Like when you date for a long time, sometimes things can get stale. Sometimes things can get kind of stagnant in a sense. like yeah monotonous mm-hmm. you know because you're with this person every day and you take the you know I can admit sometimes that I took the relationship for granted I was just telling my friend the other day um with simple shit like we watch tv together we have our tv nights and then you guys know that I'm a reader so I would bring my book to the bed and see before you know I wouldn't have done that like we would have been watching tv together maybe like cuddling or something like that mm-hmm. and then over time you know that just kind of stopped you know, like while we're watching TV together, I might be Mm -hmm. reading a book while doing that. Or you might be, you know, on your iPad coloring or something while the TV's on and we're watching it, but not, but we're not really watching it, engaging it together. Yeah. So it's like little stuff that we've had to kind of talk about um, and kind of talk about like things we could just improve on and do better. And that's what I appreciate Mm -hmm. with the journey is that we're able to like not get a, you know, defensive and just talk about what we have going on um, yeah so that's so that's probably if I if I want to say a goal for us as a couple that's been our goal even starting this year but like we we kind of set that last year but um but just continuing to be intentional and continuing to show up for each other um mm-hmm. and listen to each other on, on the things that we need to kind of you know make sure that we're still excited about you know, being with each other and excited about, you know, waking up every day and, and, uh, you know, yeah. our, with our journey. Um, was there anything that you want to talk about individually for you? Um, Your word of the year? Oh, yes. My word of the year isn't really a word. It's more of a phrase and it's intentional gratitude. So, you know, I practiced gratitude last year but I think the word I used was gratefulness, but really it's okay to kind of carry over the same mindset into the next year, because I think gratitude is one of the most important things. It plays a role in how you approach your day to day. But the fact that I've been intentional with it and following through more and really putting action behind it. So it's really intentional gratitude with action um really just being actionable with displaying my gratitude because I can have the right intention but if I don't act upon it it really doesn't mean shit at the end of the day so I'm really trying to be more actionable 
and my gratitude towards myself, towards my fiance, my friends and family. Um, that's been my my phrase of the year. So it's not a word, it's a phrase. And so far it's helping helping me. And you know, I've been I began posting affirmations really as a therapeutic exercise. It's part of my therapy. But I it's funny people actually reach out and say, Oh, you didn't post your song and affirmation of that of the day. And I've really been finding fun with it. So I've been doing a little content creation, but I'm also trying to be more in the moment with other things. So as much as you may see activity for me online, um, I've actually been successful in reducing my screen time. So I've embraced my Oculus more and I just want to be more fit and healthy. Um, I'm trying to really capitalize more on my participation with Yelp and my experiences with that as well. And I have a project that I'm muddling over. I shared it with you um, the other night, boo, but I've been muddling it over and I really want to take a deep dive in it and see what I can do with it. And it just has to do with um, my love for fashion and not, you know, oh my God, Zara has this out, but I am really into the history of it. Um, I can tell you the significance of a dark. And so that's kind of a teaser of what I would like to do um, in 2024. So we'll see. Yeah, I'm really excited about that. I always push Leslie to uh, pour more into herself and focus more on things that she want to do. So mm -hmm. I was really excited that, you know, she has been thinking about some things that she wanted to get into and some projects. And I'm I'm all for it because, I mean, we only have this one life that we're living and we should definitely um you know live it do whatever you want to do if it's things you want to try yeah. out try it you know do it mm -hmm. all right well that's good boo uh let's see so that's all that i have today as far as the thought of the week this was a really good conversation les i want to thank you for thank coming you, on with me and uh <laughs> updating everybody what we have going on we'll probably do another episode again maybe in a couple months tell you guys another update on the wedding and what we have going on. But um, yeah, so don't forget if you want to be part of the book club, just reach out to me. Don't forget to follow and like the show, subscribe, 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 tell a friend, tell a friend. Um, it's just my thoughts is streaming on all streaming platforms, Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you can find your, um, your podcast preferences for streaming. And I thank you so much for listening. It's Mika here and I appreciate you.